2: Thank mm-hmm. you. Of the Greater All Nations, Cross Church of Jesus Christ, 8516 South Thompson Avenue, Los Angeles, California, 90001. Tonight is our weekly Food for the Soul Bible Study session where Dr. Moore will give you food He will teach you about experiencing the new birth. That's we talk about tonight. Some of the scriptures, one of that, John 3 and 7. Marvel not that I have said unto thee, unto thee you must be born again. That is just a tidbit. He will talk about the experiencing of the two to nine. It is time to eat. Are you ready? Again, I will say it. It's time to eat. Are you ready? Let's eat spiritually. Let's eat eternally. Let's eat spiritually. You and me, let's eat and feast on the Word of God. He is everything. He is the Alpha and the Omega. Again, He is the Alpha and the Omega. Let's eat. Let's eat. What shall we eat tonight? Well, as you're on this radio station, whether you're live on the air or you're listening live online, when I say what shall we eat tonight, we're going to eat spiritual food. And the spiritual food we're going to eat, it will Allow us to never hunger again. And what we're going to be drinking in the Holy Word tonight will quench our thirst. It will be an everlasting clip where we shall never thirst nor hunger again. So if you are ready to dive into the Word of God for the teaching by Dr. Bishop, Hoffman, you know, get out your Bibles, whatever version you have, and follow through, take some notes unless you're ready to learn on this journey with Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost, ladies and gentlemen the man of the hour, the incomparable Dr. Bishop Baltimore. God bless you. Thank you, my granddaughter. God bless you. God bless you in
0: Jesus' name tonight. Amen. Thank you. We're bringing this on again. Amen, as you also do. The inspiration. Amen. Under the anointing of the Lord. God bless you in your land. God bless you. This is Dr. Lord tonight. Amen. Coming to you tonight. Amen. With the word of God, food for a thought that your soul might be blessed throughout this week. There is nothing like eating manna from heaven. There is nothing like eating food from heaven. We're going to endeavor, amen, to try to give you that food from heaven tonight, amen. We have, we're just so grateful tonight to be on the air again. All of those, amen, that are listening, amen, continue to pray for this ministry. It don't belong to uh, Doctor Moore. It belongs to Jesus Christ. Amen. We are opened the Word of God. Go into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believes shall be saved, and he that believes not shall be damned. We're going to come to you tonight. Amen. From Saint John three one through nine. Saint John three one through nine and. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. Amen. Open your mind, your spiritual minds of tonight as we dive into the Word of God tonight. St. John, amen, 3, 1 says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, uh, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou are a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou dost, except God be with him. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, truly, truly, I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, verily, oh, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Mama, and not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. The wind blows where it listens, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell for whence it comes and whether it goes. So to everyone that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus asked and said unto him, How can these things be? Paul picked it up in 1 Corinthians 6, 9 and 11 and says, Know you not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, No adulterers, nor immolators, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, no covenants, no drunkenness, nor railing. Extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you are washed, you are sanctified that you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our Lord. I read to the entire chapter of John, at 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11. And we want to talk tonight about an experience, experiencing the new birth in Jesus Christ. Experiencing the new birth. This is another, it's an old subject, but it's one, amen, that I believe, amen, it should come to the mind of mankind all the time. And that is this new birth, what it means to be born again. The Bible let us know, amen, that. There was a Pharisee, and his name was Nicodemus. Nicodemus was an elder man and lived a life, going through life under tradition and under rituals, praising God and still not knowing God. Until he found and he met Jesus. The natural man has no spiritually inheritance. When you're not born again, you have no spiritually inheritance. But the new birth places us in the spiritual family of God. That's why it is so important for everybody is to be born again. The new birth places us, places amen, in the spiritually family of God. It assures us of an inheritance in Jesus Christ. John 3 and 7 says, Mama, not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. If you are not born again, you cannot see, even see the kingdom of heaven. This is an important step, amen, in every one of our lives, amen, that we must take as we are on this earth. And the Lord has allowed us, amen, in the breeze of breath of life. If we are going to inherit The kingdom of God, we must be changed. This old sinful flesh must die. And we must put on the new man, which is in Christ Jesus. It was easy to be a Pharisee in the days of Jesus Christ. Pharisees, amen, were very important. They thought that they knew the scripture. They thought that they knew the law of Moses. They thought the Bible said there is a way that seemed light is unto a man, but the end thereof is death. There is a lot of people thinking that they are right. But the Bible teaches us, Amen. Search the scripture. For in them you think you have eternal life. But the scripture is the one that testifies by Jesus Christ. It was easy to be a Pharisee, but difficult to be a disciple. Pharisee requires only the external, the keeping of the law, the outward of him. You look good on the outside. Act like a Christian. Talk like a Christian. Pray like a Christian. Walk like a Christian. That's what the Pharisees did. Many of us today, amen, got that same nature of the Pharisees. We have that I of him. What we know who Jesus is. But you see, Jesus knows our heart. While being a disciple of Christ meant Loving God. If if you're going to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, it means to love God. Love the Lord with our heart, and with our all of our soul, and with our mind, and with all of our strength. St. Mark 12 and 30 tells us that. It also means loving our neighbor. As ourselves. Mark twelve thirty-one. You got to love the Lord with all of your heart, your soul, and mind, and you got to love your neighbor as yourself. That's what it means by being a disciple. And if you is not a disciple, or you can't follow these instructions, you have not been changed, you have not been born again. Though these Pharisees was Peculiar About keeping the law To the letter Yet keeping the law Remained a surplus Experience for them They never allowed the spirit of the law To penetrate their carnal nature They talked about how good the law was How powerful and how forceful they were, but they never allow the word of God to penetrate their spiritual nature or their spiritual mind. You see, amen being born again, we have to allow the word of God is to penetrate our mind. Keeping the law by the letter and not by the spirit. Let them remain proud. They were keeping the law by the letter. The letter, the letter kill it. But the spirit makes it alive. Many folks are keeping the letter. But the letter, amen, is going to kill you. But the spirit is the one that is going to make you alive. My beloved, tonight, listen closely. Do you have the spirit of the Lord? You can have the letter, amen, from A to Z. You can know it back with the Father, but if you don't have the Spirit, you still are dead, spiritually dead. But well, they kept the letter, Amen, and not the Spirit. Let them remain. They remain in proud. They remain in lustful, and they they remain with greed. They had all of that in their spirit, Amen. But yet and still, Amen, to them, they was all right with God. Well, at least they thought that they were all right with God. Because actually God was talking to them, and they didn't realize who God was. They knew nothing about the inwardly purities of justice and mercy and faith. They didn't, they didn't have no, no inward purity in them. They didn't have no justice. They didn't have no mercy. They didn't have no faith within them. But they were all right on the outside with the people Making a show A show is not going to make it, church You have to be real in the same you will have to live the same Jesus pointed out That in as much as God made man he expected him to keep his outward appearance clean. Amen. God, amen, made man, and God expects, amen, for man to keep his outward appearance clean. He also made the spirit of man, and he expects it to be clean. God, amen, don't only want your outward appearance to be clean, but God wants your inward appearance to be clean. You can be clean on the outside all oh, you want. But if your heart is not right, your heart is guilty, your, your heart is defiled. Listen, the Lord that made you is looking down on you, and he knows that. You will not enter into the kingdom of God. That goes for me and everyone, amen, else that wants to get to heaven and listen to the word of God. you got to be clean both. On the outside and the inside. Yes, our outside appearance count much, but our inside appearance count more. Only the pure in heart, for they shall see God. The Lord is looking for a clean heart. The Lord, the heart saying that Jesus spake, the hardest was directed at the Pharisees. So were the righteous, self-righteous people. And Jesus, amen, spoke a little harsh to them because they were so hard-headed, disobedient. They didn't want to hear the word of God. So the Lord, amen, kind of spake amen a little harsh to the Pharisees. After one discussion, Jesus, he answered them, a sobering question. He said, how can you escape the damnation of hell? Matthew 23 and thirty-three. how can you escape the damnation of hell? Those words are echoing right down yesterday, and they're just as real today as it was when Jesus spoke. How can you escape the damnation of hell if you don't obey the word of God? Perhaps it was this question that taught Nicodemus led him to come to Jesus by night seeking to ask them to get need. Nicodemus knew something wasn't like God gave him, amen, some kind of spiritual design to let him know, amen, that he was in, he was with these Pharisees, amen. He was under the Heathen court, amen. But something was not right. You sit there and you judge people. But well, there is something in you that you need to check up on. Examine yourself. Before you get ready to judge anybody else, amen. Look at your own self. See whether you're in the faith or not. Or see whether you, Amen, being reprobated. Nicodemus led uh, he led to come to Jesus by night, seeking an answer to his need. It was then that Jesus appointed him, and all who seek to enter the kingdom of God. To an experience to equal Than the Extreme rituals Some folks Living in Amen on nothing but rituals On oh, nothing but tradition Never has been Born again But this is the way Our church is Jesus said upon this rock I will be in my church And the very gates of hell shall not Prevail against it. Amen. It's not about my church. Amen. I don't have a church. It's Jesus' church. He said, Mother, not that I'm saying unto thee, you must be born again. John 3 and 7. Amen. Jesus letting him know, Amen. You've got to change. You've got to change. Nicodemus, if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you're going to have to change. Even your ruler. The rule of the Jews, you tell them what to do and what not to do. But if you want to enter into the kingdom of heaven, you have to be, you have to change. Necessary of the new birth. It is, it is, it is necessary to have an experience of a new birth in Christ Jesus. Individuals, amen, that walk the faith the earth It's necessary for you to have An experience of a new birth In Christ Jesus A personal problem With sin began At his birth Our problem with sin It began at our birth David said I was Shaped in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. Psalm 51 and 5. I was shaped in iniquity. From my birth, coming out of my mother womb, I was shaped in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. The very nature and the heart of man is at with God. Our own nature, the very nature that we have, is fighting against the righteousness of God. Even when we are small, our nature is still sinful. We must be changed in order to get a man into the kingdom of God. From the depths, from the depths of this fallen nature, a person has professed for sin, such as murder. Got murder in the heart. You have to have a change in your life, amen, in order for murder not to be matter your murder. a Adultery. Look at the adulterers today. Now, as Christians today, saying that I know Jesus and I love Jesus, and they go to the church and they still committing adultery, you are on your way to hell. Fornicate. You're fornicating. You know you going against the will of the Lord, but yes, I'm still saving and I'm on my way. No, you're not. You are on your way to hell. Theft, you're stealing. Thou shall not steal. He that stole, let him steal no more. False witness, false witness against brothers, sisters, pastors, and many other areas thing saying things about the word of God that you don't really know nothing about, you're blaspheming. Matthew 15 and 19 tell you these things that make it man sinful and unacceptable with the Holy God. We serve the Holy God. First Peter, amen. Say the amen. Be ye holy, for I am holy, and holy without no man shall be the Lord. We serve in a holy God. If he is holy, he wants his children to be holy. That means we have to have a change in our life. We have to pull off this old nature. He's a holy God. that cannot be Wash off with soap and water You can't wash him off with soap and water You can wash your hands all you want Amen soap and water will not wash away The blood of Jesus i the apply that amen He washed his hands But listen He couldn't wash away the blood of Jesus The blood is there Man is not a sinner, not accident. None of us amen, was a sinner by accident. There is a law in his memory, warring against the law of his mind and bringing him into captivity to the law of sin and death, Romans 7 and 3. You are not a sinner by accident. The teaching of Christ, Jesus answered and said unto him, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Listen to me, listen, children. Except you make this great change in your life, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Except the man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus, as the author and the finisher of our faith, he provided a way for us to escape the domain of sin through the gospel. Jesus was providing a way for us to escape the domain of the damnation of sin through the gospel. The gospel is the only thing that can save us today. The gospel, the good news. What people, amen, saying they're trying to flatline today, trying to put it out of their mind. But the gospel still is the good news. It is the power of God to all that believe. The gospel was designed to reach as deep. As the stains of sin No matter what a man's stain Of sin that you have in your life The gospel can go down In you and clean you Though your sin Be red as scarlet, He said will make them white as snow There is no excuse You can be changed If you desire to be changed You can be changed Since man's problem we're saying began at birth. That is where the gospel began it work in a man's life at birth. training up a child in the way that he should go. So when he gets old it it won't depart out of him. Look at our generation right now, amen. They are not training up our children. They are not putting the gospel in our children. They are not putting their arms around our children, walking with our children, telling them about the goodness of Jesus like it's supposed to. Now our children is drifting far and far away from the Lord because their heart is being hard. But you have to put the same down off in your son, in your daughter. You put all these other erroneous things, amen. Before them, you let them look at any and everything, amen, on that television, praise Lord, and shaking it behind, praise Lord. My God, put the gospel in me. Yes, the problem, hallelujah, with sin began at break. That is with the gospel beginning its work in a man's life. It is not another nature, not your birth, as Jesus explained to Nicodemus, but a new birth, a new spirit. You need to be changed, change of a mind. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. A new mind, a new mind, not this old earthly mind. Set your affection on things above and not on things of earth. Come on, let's put our minds on spiritual things, not only carnality things, on, on this earth, because this carnality things is going to pass away, but put something eternal in your spirit. Nicodemus, but a new birth Father Spirit. What is born of a flesh is always going to be flesh. If you're born of a flesh, flesh is going to be flesh. And there is no good thing that dwell in none of our flesh. Flush is wicked. Flush is evil. Flush is cruel. Flush will mistreat you. What is born of the flesh is always going to be blood, and another nature, not your birth, will not solve the problem of sin. What is need is a new birth. You need a new birth. The young people, you out there, amen, that running the street and done every unconceivable thing that you want to do. What you really need is a new birth. You really, 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 really need to come to Jesus because your blood is no good. Look at the way you acted. Look at the way Satan got you done. That's your natural blush. But I declare if you come to Jesus, Jesus will change the way that you are living. And I know some of you, you're living, amen, your life is just lots. But you don't know no other way Well I'm telling you amen There is a way And Jesus said I am that way The truth and the life I'm talking about a new birth What is needed Is a new birth To be born Not a blood I'm not talking about amen Another baby being born into this world Not a blood No other will of the flesh. Not anything to please the flesh. No other will of man. But of God. You need to have God's Spirit within you. That's what the world needs. Amen. God's Spirit within you. Experiencing this new birth, you need God's Spirit within you. The new birth is necessary for. All men, all men. When Jesus said, except the man be born again, he identifies the problem of all men. The strong rebuke that Jesus gave to the Pharisees was not because none of them were sincere in their religion. On the contrary, the evidence, in the scripture indicated that many of them were very sensitive. They the rebuke came because their systems are religious, and they're tied to the cross with sin. by legislative rule taught that hourly obedience to rule was equivalent with righteous. As long as you look good on the outside, it's right. I don't care how good you look on the outside, you can have gold dripping off of you. If your heart is not right, you are on your way to hell. You can be faithful every day. Lord, answer Take away your understanding of God, if your heart is not right. The Apostle Paul, who was a Pharisee, also he addressed the universal problem of sin when he wrote, For "All have sinned, not some of them, every one of them. For all have sinned and came short of the glory of God." Romans three twenty three. We all have done wrong. But all of us are not still doing wrong. This is the story of, a, of all men until they came to the Lord Jesus and experienced a new birth. Even Good religious people must be born again. We got some good religious people. Faithful going to church. Faithful amen, paying their time. Faithful contributing to the poor. That's great and that's good. But that still don't mean you're going to make it into the kingdom of heaven. You've got to be spiritually born again. It doesn't make any difference how sweet you are. If you haven't been born again by the Spirit of God, amen, you can't enter into the kingdom of heaven. That's not Dr. Moore's words, amen. These are words of Jesus Christ, who is Lord and Savior of all mankind. The definition of the new version. One thing that Jesus made clear is the fact that man, a man, are not saved without being spiritually regenerated. Amen. A man is not saved without being spiritually regenerated. You have to be born again. You got to have to, amen, be spiritually regenerated. They must be born again. The all-important question that has been asked by more than one searching soul is, "What must I do? What must I do to be saved?" Every one of us, Amen, asked that question sometime in our life. What must I do? The jailer was in jail. Paul and that was in jail. And the jail asked the question, what must I do? And that question is in court, amen. Today, amen. Some of you want to know what to do. The scripture plainly supplies the effectual answer this question: What should you do? Repent. Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin. What should you do? Repent, repent, repent. Put some repentance upon your lips. I'm not talking about Amen. Somebody leading you, calling you, leading you to Christ by the sin of prayer. You don't find that in the Word of God. But the Bible tells you is to repent. Repent. Tell them to repent. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name. Go down in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, for the forgiveness of your sins. Have you been down in Jesus' name? Some of you have not been down in Jesus. Name. But the Bible teaches us to go down in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. And after you be obedient in that area, listen to me. He didn't say, go down in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. He said, in the name of Jesus. And after you do that, either that ye shall, which is a guarantee thing, receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, according to Acts 2 and 38. And after that, you receive the Holy Ghost, you, amen, receive power. These are steps of salvation. Are you obeying the word of God? It is a commandment It's a commandment by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for every man is to repent. Luke 13 and 5 says, I tell you, nay, but except you repent, ye shall all likewise perish. If you don't repent of your sin, It doesn't make any difference who we are, how young we are, how middle-aged we are, how old we are. If you don't repent, you're going to perish. Every man, every woman, every boy and girl, they must repent. C.L. Lewis said that repentance is not something God demands of you. Before he will take you back. It is simply a description of what goes back is like. Going back is like. Thinking. Thinking people repent. When you, amen, you got a mind, you got a mind. Amen, you got a mind to know what's right and what's wrong. Thinking people repent. Just shedding tears is not repenting. Amen. Just because. Amen. You cry. That don't mean you repent. You just shedding some tears. We're thinking people repent. A person must think to repent. He must think about himself and his ways. You got the amen. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner. I need a savior. You got to think. And you got to make them in your mind. I'm getting ready. is to repent and ask the good Lord to forgive me. Only Jesus can forgive you of your sins. He must think about himself and his ways. He must think about God and his good. He must think about the future and his destiny. Are you thinking... On your way tonight Have you repented of your sins Have you repented of your sin? Amen This is what we're experiencing Amen The new birth tonight I thought on my way Have you thought on your way And I turned my feet Unto thou testimony I made hate and delayed not to keep. Now, commandments, Psalm 119, 59 and 60. I didn't hesitate. I did not hesitate. I thought on my way. I know my time was running out. And I thought on my way. I know I needed to repent. If I was going to inherit the kingdom of God, I had to repent. This kind of thinking, which constituted repentance, requires honesty. you got to be honest with yourself. Don't worry about not nobody else. You've got to be honest with yourself. You've got to have the courage, amen, and amen, you've got to have faith in the Savior. you got to believe, amen, that Jesus will and he can reward those that diligently seek him. It is not necessary for the Lord to reveal our sin to others. For us to repent. God don't need to tell nobody else about your sin. Tell Jesus about it. That's all who needs to know about your sin Jesus. Only Jesus can forgive you. Man can't forgive you. We know our wrong without the Lord even showing anyone and we alone must repent of these sins. You know what you done did wrong. So, amen, you go to Jesus and ask Jesus to, to forgive you for your sin. Man don't need to know what you done did because he sins too. two. But man needs to repent. Repentance requires action. If you want to repent, amen, it requires action. you got to get busy. Saying I was wrong is not easy. Amen. So many of us, amen, we don't want to say I'm wrong. But amen, when you want amen to change, you will say I'm wrong. When the prodigal son came to himself See there are many of us out here tonight And we have never came to ourselves We just fast and free We loose And we have not came to ourselves But when the prodigal son After he had left home And spent all of his good And found out That he was in a world out there And he was in need He came to himself It came to the point, I don't left my father home. but my father has not forsaken me. I need to repent. He acted upon his godly sorrow. You've got to come godly sorrow for your sin. He did not allow for I to hold him in the hall pen. Some of you out there tonight, amen. You're allowed to try to hold you in the hog pen in this world. You are in a hog pen. He's all kind of slot Because your pride is holding you there. But this father prophet, Father, son did not allow that. He changed his way of living, and he returned to his father. And I'm saying while the blood is running warm in your veins tonight, I don't care who you are, young man, young woman, amen, how much you prostitute, praise the Lord, how much, amen, you are done, things that's not like Jesus. You can repent. Your father will take you home tonight. The psalmist says, I made haste. I hurried up. Time is running out, church. You better hurry up. I made haste. And I didn't delay it. I got in a hurry. Because I find out the time was passing me by. Time is both friend and foe. Paul says, Now is the day of salvation. Like now. Now is the day of salvation. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised to anyone. Anyway. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the acceptable of that. Right now, the day that you hear my voice are oh, not your heart. We often amen. We often say amen. Well, I, I, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm, I know I need you. I'm going to. That I'm going to and never do. Amen. Gonna catch you with your work undone. And once Amen, the breath blown out of your body. There is no repentance. There is no repentance. Hesitate, never leave a person's home. A step never take, taken is a step law. If you don't ever take a step, that's a step law. Will the Lord have an outstretched hand for each of you today saying, Come, but if you never take that step, that's a step law. To repent requires that we think of our sin and that we Take action to turn away from those sins. Think of your sins. Think of your life. Did your life mean anything to you? Don't go down that road talking about, I I, I I don't mind going to hell because my, my friends and my brothers, amen, men going to be there
2: and we're going to be part
0: of the hell. No, no, it's not like that. Think of your sins. You won't pay the price for not saying yes to the Lord, you're gonna pay the price for not repenting of you, and it's gonna be for eternity. Jesus described to the Pharisees the difference between how they prayed and what it meant to experience true jealous When you can get time, read Saint Luke 18, verse nine through fourteen. Man should always pray and not faint. Good works were, uh, the Pharisees were the thing to boast uh, before men, but not before God. Oh, they used to boast in their good works, how they stood on the street, calling that how they prayed, how they got people's attention, they boasted in that. They wanted to be admired, but it didn't fit too good in the outside of God. That was an out, outside show, in a form. That was a form. That was a fashion. The heart was far from it. All they wanted these men turned all the attention to themselves. The attention is not about us. It's about Jesus. God knew their heart. God knows your heart. God knows your heart. Amen. Don't you think tonight, amen, the Lord don't know you. He knows you because he made you. God knew their heart, not just their actions. As one man put it, the heart of the problem is the problem of the heart. God knows your heart. Good work may hide an evil heart from a fellow man. Yes, you can hide behind good work from a fellow man, but you can't hide behind good work from the Lord. Because God sees everything and He knows every intention. Everything that we know, the Lord knows whether it's good or whether it's fear. But they will not be sufficient to have sin in the day of judgment. All sin is going to be judged. All sin is going to be judged. I don't care how long it's been, how old it is. Amen. Everybody that has sin is going to be judged. The Republicans—they had no religious faith behind which is to hide his, his sinful activity. Moreover he was, his sinfulness has been open before God. His only hope was for God to have mercy on him. He knew he was wrong. He knew he was guilty. And he wasn't trying to hide nothing. I'm wrong, I'm guilty, and I need your help Lord. That's what the Lord wants from any of us. I'm an honesty. I'm a realness. And he can deal with the rest of it. Not that I'm so good. I fast twice a week. I give mercy to the poor. No! I am a sinner! And I'm going to repent of my sin. Have mercy upon me. No experience in life will reach deeper unto the soul of man than the expense of true repentance. True repentance. True repentance tonight. The Lord is looking for true repentance. When you repent, make sure, amen, you've done it from your heart. It cuts, amen, to the root of sin in the heart of sinner. It tears down the foundation of selfish living and allow the person to begin to build on that sure foundation. Listen, my children tonight, repentance it removes all pride. Repentance removes all pride. Godly sorrow overwhelms the person as he repents. We have nothing to offer the Lord in exchange for his goodness. We can only plead before him for his mercy. Repentance is not a pretty expense, but it's, it's a necessary one. It is described as death. It is not only an easy expense for the nature. Will not surrender without a battle. But our freedom from sin is well work. The requirement, the effort to repent. Repent tonight. Amen. Dr. Moore says tonight, repent, to every one of you. You know you have wronged Jesus, but repent. This is Dr. Moore tonight coming to you with words? Food for thought. God bless you
2: until next week. We're going Dr. Morgan to Um, We will be back next week on Wednesday for a prayer and Thursday for Bible study. And sit in. we say good night, God's and God bless you. Love you. If you're not there on this Sunday, we'll see you again. God bless. Bye bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do
0: when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?